0: Hi, Peter Bilker here, and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy, where I'm gonna be looking at the topic on company valuation. So company valuations is quite a contentious issue. Why? Because most people overvalue their business. And really, they base their valuation on how hard they have worked, how many hours they have worked, and how many years they've managed to successfully repeat that mind-numbingly boring routine. For some reason they think that we have to pay for effort and hard work when we buy someone's business. Now maybe 30 years ago, people would have been really that gullible and say, yeah, do you know what, I'll pay you that money. But these days people are far more savvy and the reality is people no longer want to buy your job. So how do you know you've got a job? Well, firstly, think about do you really have a business? Now, the majority of businesses out there that I come across that are looking to sort of be sold are people that are predominantly in their 50s and 60s. So they've probably been, been at it for, say, 20, 30 years. They're getting a bit tired. They want a little bit of something different out of life. And actually, they want some money back because they don't want to keep working at the pace and ferociousness that they have done for, say, 20-odd years. The question is really, at fifty and sixty, some people are blessed with impeccable health because they've made all the right choices and have taken care of themselves, and others are not. Now, what would happen to you in your business if you had to be taken out of your business for four months due to ill health? Now, that's very common, especially when you sort of get to your fifties and sixties. You just don't know what's going to happen, and you're taken out the business. Now, when I mean taking out the business. I mean, you can't communicate with them via phone and you can't communicate via email. So you've got to let the business run by itself. Can the business survive and grow without you? Now, there'll be businesses out there that can. But for the majority, because they're the biggest cog in the business and they're sort of a proverbial hamster on the hamster wheel, most people cannot. And you can imagine... If your business cannot survive four months without you, what chance do you have of selling it? Because the reality is, you're selling your job. Now, there are gonna be some gullible people out there that say, okay, I will buy your job. And that's fair enough. They'll probably get what you want for it. But that's quite as rare as rocking horse poo, to be truthful with you. The reality is this, that doesn't really happen. And most businesses, for an investor, They're bought at much lower market valuation than most people would like. Really, for investors, most businesses are a sale. Why are most businesses a sale? Because the business owner themselves are the limiting factor in the business. So what do you have? What do most business owners do? Well, the majority of them exchange time for money, which means without the business owner in there, Either you have to do the job, or you put somebody else in. So you're really buying a job. Very few businesses out there are actually properly structured. So they don't have the right team, they don't have the right management structure in place, most of the time they don't have an executive structure in place, therefore the business never realises its full potential. And thirdly, the biggest thing I come across is actually most businesses are poorly structured in terms of capital. They are undercapitalized. So what do we mean by that? Well, Jim Collins has made made a really good point when he asks the question, is the job of the company to serve the family or is it the job of the family to serve the business? Well, most people see the business as a cash machine and they strip out of the business as much money as they can. And a lot of entrepreneurs, they think, well, I don't want to pay tax, so I'm not going to declare profits, etc., blah, blah, blah make it look as little as possible, enjoy the benefits of their cash, and then when they come to sell the business, well, they want to sell the business on profits that just are not there. And because the money is never retained in the business, the money is not there to grow the business. So as an investor, you come in and you're thinking, okay, well, I can see the potential in three areas. It's not worth what the business owner wants. Nine times out of 10, the owner's quite desperate to sell anyway. So you start really high, you end up quite low. Guess who makes all the bargains? Guess who makes all the money? It's gonna be the investor because they know exactly what they're looking for. So as a business owner, let me ask you this. When you started your business, did you actually ask yourself the question, where do I wanna be in 20 years time? What do I want my business to look like? What am I gonna sell it for? The answer, quite frankly, is no. So it's like doing a jigsaw puzzle without no picture. You don't know what you're putting together, you don't know what you're building, you're just going with the flow. So if you don't want to sell your business and you're happy being the hamster and the hamster wheel, carry on doing what you're doing. However, if you are serious about thinking, yeah, maybe something needs to change. I would love to sell my business. Head over to borka.com and get in touch. And remember, your business isn't gonna sell itself. You need to be the change. You need to make the change. And failing to learn is learning to fail.